This is Sarah Lemon, author of The Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Meal Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Meal Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mealtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. I offered my tips and tricks for holiday entertaining in my most recent column in the Meal Tribune food section, which also goes by the name The Whole Dish. That runs every other week. And the most recent was published under the headline, Tips for Catering Your Own Holiday Party on December 18th. That column was born out of a number of years of being my own caterer, essentially, for a Christmas party at my home that sees anywhere from 15 to 25 people, many of them my husband's co-workers, coming for an evening of food, drinks, and a gift exchange, sort of that round robin, pick one from the tree. And depending on whatever number you draw out of the hat, you can either steal someone's gift that they've already opened or you can pick a new one. It's always a highlight. But our food definitely is something that people have come to expect as being a little bit different, probably not something they have every day which I mentioned in my column, of course, I tend to base my menus around sort of a global cuisine inspiration, kind of highlighting maybe a different area of the globe each year. This year, it was Vietnamese and sort of like Southeast Asian fusion flavors. We did bun mies with pork shoulder glazed in tamarind with some lovely pickled onions and daikon radish and had a nice Asian flavored slaw with that, fruit salad, um, and a bunch of homemade condiments. We've done lamb shawarma in previous years with a Middle Eastern inspired menu, fruit salad with pomegranate seeds, baba ganoush, stuffed dates, a really lovely sheep's milk feta cheese, all things that are sort of in that Middle Eastern vein. And one year we did poutine, which is one of Canada's most beloved sort of comfort foods, the combination of French fries, gravy and cheese curds. I roasted some ducks and pulled the meat off and made a homemade gravy from the stocks. Absolutely delicious. Just so richly flavored. And we served that over tater tots with rogue creamery cheese curds and had a variety of condiments to go with that as well. But one of the most requested recipes in my repertoire, and it frustrates my friends that there is no recipe actually, I just made it up, is a very, very simple dish inspired by French peasant food what I like to call faux cassoulet. It's a great way to stretch smaller amount of proteins. I don't want to break the bank here feeding 25 people. And so beans are a really, really good vehicle for doing that. We can flavor them with a little bit of bacon, a little bit of ham hock, and then we serve this with that Taylor's sausage wheel, that coiled Italian-style sausage that you often see at fairs, street food, but we can serve off of our pellet smoker or out of the oven and put a nice little piece of that on the side with these beans, and it gets rave reviews. People just love it. If I'm feeding a little bit smaller crowd and I can afford it, I'll also maybe add back some chicken legs, drumsticks, thighs, or wings to the recipe. 
The classic cassoulet, of course, incorporates duck confit and sausage and some bacon lardons or some kind of ham hock. You don't need all that, of course. And in fact, you can even serve this as a side dish. I posted a recipe to my blog back in 2012, acknowledging that this is just a great festive side dish. It was singled out by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that year as one of the best recipes of the year of 2012. And I posted it on January 9th, 2013, sort of reviewing the year's best food trends and recipes. This particular recipe comes from Alabama chef Frank Stitt. And again, it's sort of presented as a side dish, but you can easily make this an entree. You could easily incorporate some loose ground sausage into this and bacon, serve sausages on the side, like I mentioned, or chicken thighs or drumsticks with it. It's absolutely lovely. Collard cassoulet. And of course, my version of my faux cassoulet, I typically bulk up and just make a little bit healthier, more appealing and more colorful with hearty greens, winter greens. Collards are great. They're my favorite. I love them and we often grow them in our garden. We had a great crop this year. So I've definitely incorporated them in a lot of recipes, including this one. Kale is another one, although people say kale is so over, they're over kale, but it really does have some utility in a lot of recipes, including this one. So particularly Tuscan kale would be really, really nice in this. It calls for a pound of greens, a pound of collard greens, or maybe consider using kale as well. The stems and tough ribs removed. Five garlic cloves, one crushed and four chopped. A quarter cup extra virgin olive oil. That's a divided use. One medium onion that's been peeled and chopped. You could probably use any onion in this. I would gravitate toward yellow or white before I would consider red. One small red bell pepper, cut in half inch pieces. And that's cord, the stem removed. Three cups cooked white beans. You can, of course, cook your own white beans from scratch. Navy beans, great northern beans, cannellini beans all work really well. I like the really, really small navy beans sometimes for salads. Maybe like a larger cannellini bean, sort of oblong one for something like this. It depends, again, on whether you're pairing it with some larger pieces of protein, which I might go with the larger bean in that case, or whether you are serving it as a more homogenous, just side dish on its own. You're going to need three cups cooked white beans plus the half cup cooking liquid reserved. That's if you cook your own. And of course, if you're going to do this, you're probably going to start with a little bit more than a cup of dry beans. Soak those overnight if you do the standard method and then simmer them the next day. If you have a multi-cooker, an instant pot, for example, those do cook dry beans from scratch. If you have one, you're probably well aware of this very, very quickly. If you like cooking dry beans from scratch and you're annoyed at how much time it takes to pre-soak them, maybe consider putting an instant pot on your list this year for gifts. It also calls for a half cup bacon diced or chopped. You could also use ham hock, sausage, or chorizo. A third cup freshly grated Parmigiano Reggiano, a tablespoon finely chopped fresh rosemary leaves, and pepper to taste. 
and a half a cup medium coarse fresh breadcrumbs. This is a great use for bits of bread you have lying around that are either a little stale or you don't have a use for the heels off of sliced bread. I often throw homemade bread if we're just down to like the last little heel of it in the freezer. And then when I have enough that I can make croutons or breadcrumbs, I pull those out, let them thaw on the counter. And a great way to get medium coarse breadcrumbs is just run that heel of the bread on the large holes of a box grater. Really easy. To proceed with collard cassoulet, you're going to start by cooking the collard leaves or kale. In a large pot, you're going to cover the collards or kale, and that's a pound stems and tough ribs removed, cover those with salted water and boil over medium heat until tender for about 30 minutes. Drain well and chop into small pieces and then set aside. Preheat the oven to 475 degrees Fahrenheit and vigorously rub the inside of a 10 or 12 inch gratin dish with the crushed garlic clove. You're gonna take the peel off. Discard that garlic clove and set the dish aside. Heat two tablespoons of the olive oil in a large saute pan over medium high heat. Add the medium onion that's been peeled and chopped and the small red bell pepper that's been cored and cut into half inch pieces. Cook that, stirring often until tender for about eight minutes. Add the chopped garlic cloves, that's four peeled and chopped garlic cloves, and cook, stirring for one minute. Then add the cooked and chopped collard greens or kale. Stir to coat with the oil and cook for one minute. Transfer to a large bowl. Into the bowl, stir in the beans, that's three cups cooked white beans, along with the half cup diced or chopped cooked ham hock sausage chorizo or bacon and half of that third cup freshly grated parmigiano reggiano a tablespoon of the oil and that one tablespoon finely chopped fresh rosemary leaves season with salt and pepper if, if the mixture seems too dry add some of the reserved bean cooking liquid to moisten and if you don't have that you can just use a little bit of water spread the mixture in the prepared baking dish and top with the breadcrumbs and remaining parmigiano reggiano drizzle with the remaining tablespoon olive oil cover the dish with aluminum foil and bake it in the 475 degree oven until the filling is hot and bubbly that'll take 30 to 35 minutes and then remove the foil and bake until the top of the gratin is golden and crusty for another 10 minutes or so serve hot and that makes four servings six as a side dish that's collard cassoulet posted to my blog the whole dish the archives on January 9th, 2013, under the headline, Here Come Urine Food Trends and Best Recipes. And that can be found in the archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And the easiest way to find these posts is select from the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page under archives, select January 2013 and page down to the 9th because they're posted in reverse order. And this post should come up with the recipe for collard cassoulet, courtesy of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, often requested recipe or an iteration of that among my friends who have had occasion to enjoy holiday parties at my home 
read more about my recipes and tips and tricks. Find a recipe for surimi and cream cheese dip that is lovely stuffed in jalapenos, mushrooms, wontons, spring rolls, just about anything you could come up with. It's so easy. You could even freeze it and keep it on hand. Find that in my latest column in the Mail Tribune food section published on December 18th under the headline tips for catering your own holiday party. Find more tips for entertaining and fun holiday food activities, including baking at my blog, The Whole Dish, and that's at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.